Lend me your ears. (laughs) This nation will rise up. Welcome to the Elemental Health Podcast. This person who is struggling and uh, how are you going to fix them? Uh, Well, thank you. Um, I think it's probably it makes sense to do... um, the fairer sex because you you did Dave, and uh, um, my avatar. I don't know first name that came to my head, Barbara. Um, Barbara's a little bit older. She's probably fifty plus, um, and for the sake of just giving a, a you know some, something that isn't isn't along the same lines, um, she doesn't have any kids. So that there aren't those family family pressures is in a relationship, um, and through the discussions that we've had, there has been um, many many um, attempts at losing weight. Sometimes successful, sometimes not so successful. There has been a period of um of very high success of of actually quite a few years and then through um various reasons one is a a new relationship that um and also just where where she is in her career that those um career responsibilities have gone up putting more pressure on time that mean have meant that there has been once again the regression um i would say that Barbara, in the conversation, is certainly giving the signal that she is very unhappy with the way things are going, and has started to think about the end of the the end of her career, uh, what that means. Put a lot of time and effort into that, got to where she is, and then started to worry about, you know, what what does you know, even though we would we would hope now that, you know. In your in your fifties, you you still, you know, you still feel young-ish. But there, there is certainly some some thought being going into what the end of life, uh, the end of one's life is looking like. So that, that that is starting to become a concern and something that um, she feels that she really needs to get a grip of now, and has even expressed um, some exhaustion and exasperation about having to start this process again, and. My inclination is that there aren't many opportunities left to get up and go. I think there's been a lot of, through, over the years, there's been a lot of emotional investment in starting health kicks and she's running out of cards to play. And so it's, this is a conversation that I've not only had with Barbara, but with, with, quite a few people and it's it's an emotional conversation and because it's emotional conversation i really appreciate i really approach the whole situation with with kid gloves so as i said before the jaw sergeant on one side the kid gloves <laughs> and this approach on the other side so what 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 do i do um i probably haven't met barbara in the pub i would say but uh <laughs> maybe maybe um, trendy coffee shop for you i spend and, and i will I, I want you know I, I often can go on a, a, you know, 
big big story, big tangent. So I, I will get to some very practical things that I want to, to do. But because of her experience, because of um, the diets that she's done, she's done, you name it, she's done it. She's done the Barry's Boot Camp. She's done sessions in the park. She's got a lot of experience, probably more experience than I've got in terms of what she's tried and so what i'm doing in that first session is i'm trying to listen as much as i possibly can and build and then on top of that build as much rapport as i can and i say that because also i am not a single woman in my mid 50s and i think that even though there has been some buy-in our worlds are quite different, even though I'm there as the authoritative figure. Because of the emotional state of the interaction, I think it's very important that rapport is, is at the forefront of what we're trying to do. Um, now, on asking her what, what it is that she, she wants, she has not been very clear about that. So we, you alluded to some of the phrases that we hear. I want to be a bit fitter. I want to be... I want to feel I want to feel better about my relationship with food and uh, I, I want to feel healthier and so gently in the conversation we're trying to get her to define that a little bit more and to immediately create an environment where that is a safe a safe place for her to exp to think and explain herself to herself a bit better and to say that we need to get into the nitty gritty a little bit of how that, what that looks like. Is it about getting into a certain pair of jeans or, or some, some clothes? Is it about, um, is it just about scale weight? Is it about hitting certain numbers in the gym? Is it about doing the 5K that their mate Carol is doing in six months time? But to be it, to to let her know that it's okay to have goals, and and to and to want something definitive from herself rather than just the blanket. I want to feel healthier. And once we've spent time doing that, and I, and I I would also say that I those are big for some people those are big questions. Like in other areas of my life. I feel on the spot there. So I definitely give people the opportunity to go home with homework and then prompt them over the next couple of days. Have you written any of this down? Have you? Because sometimes being in front of somebody else and on the spot doesn't always suit everybody. But we've explained that this isn't just a one-to-one -one in the gym, counting to 10 kind of relationship, that there is support and ongoing stuff going on all the time. And so that, you give some people some homework to go away and think, oh, right, okay, I'm not just going to get away with, I want to feel a bit healthier because I'm doing myself a disservice. Um, <clears throat> after that, I think what I'm trying to do is figure out a little bit about what their last reference point 
it's and I I, I think it was in the first podcast we did. I, I I said that this is probably a good place to start. When was the last time they felt like they had it? And remember, Barbara has done a lot of things, and she has been, and she may feel like she's been successful many times, but when was the last time that she felt like she was absolutely smashing it? And it was probably that period of you know four to six years, probably about ten years ago, and just to figure out what it is uh, and more about that. What did what did the day-to-day look like? What was she doing? How did she feel? I think her saying those things out loud is massively important because a lot of the time they're just going on in her head. And once I have that idea of a reference point, we can then start talking about where she is right now. And when she's telling me about what her life is like now, 10 years later, not even about what the fitness stuff, what, what is her, you know, like the job, the relationship, the fact that they now have a dog or not have a dog or whatever, you know, or they may, you know, what's their family outside of the, um, the relationship she's got 10 years older in her fifties, how are her parents doing? What kind of pressures and stuff? And then to try and in, in, and this is not always easy to do in that first initial session, but it's just to try to get some sort of communication between those two points in, in she, and she can either do that internally or we can actually actually do it vocally between the two of us and get her to see some of the similarities and the not and the things that are different because and then my job is to, to explain to her that probably the way that we are going to go about things this time is probably going to be a fair amount different than it was 10 years ago and to get her to understand that that's okay and that there are many roads to lead up towards that it may be the same goal but because of the constraints and you you know dave had the time constraints i think that's one of the main constraints that we all have initially is how am i supposed to get to the gym four days a week for, for an hour when i don't have that time and if i can't do that what's the point mm. and so to try to get some communication and some understanding of where they were and where they are and then and then over the next week or so get them to really define where it is that they want to go and to be able to see see those things clearly and once and that's quite a heavy conversation <laughs> it's a lot and uh, i would like to say that before i meet barbara there is this probably she knows that i'm going to do that she knows that there's going to be a conversation and the first session isn't going to be in a gym and she's going to be absolutely knackered she, she already understands a little bit about my coaching and, and the way that it's happened, because I think that's also important. If you haven't done that, I would say definitely, and I want to try to keep it about Barbara, but if you are a coach listening to this, like you're, you need to have an understanding of your expert, of that person's expectation of you. If they've come and their expectation is that they're going to do some physical movement and you don't do it, that's, that's not building rapport. Um, and so I know that about her. So she knows that I'm going to do this long, long spiel, past, present, future, that kind of thing. And once we've got that, I want her to leave immediately in that first two weeks for, with with three things that we've discussed that are, once we've got that um, conversation going between what she was doing before and where she is right now, what's the lowest hanging fruit for her? And because in that session, we have defined what it means to be healthier is that she wants to be far more active and then we know that 
being more active to her means she wants to swim she wants to do classes but she wants to she wants to be more active throughout the week and then i see that as a, as an opportunity to to try and sell the idea or promote the idea that intentional walking is an activity and that is for me the lowest hanging fruit for all of us really um but particularly her something that she can do every day and even when she she doesn't even have to get changed into sports gear in order to do it she just has to recognize that she is walking and make the connection that that is being active so going to the shop going to the post office going to to make that connection and that is the first initial bit of like pushing the stone down the hill and then once you sort of identify that that is being active and you don't just dismiss it as nothing that's when you then start intentionally going out it's like all oh, right well i'm actually i'm out with a dog i would normally go home now but i'm i'm going to do an extra 20 minutes and then that it's down the hill, down the hill, down the hill. So for somebody like Barbara, I really want to bring to, into focus something is, that, that something is simple and is easy and as available as walking absolutely counts as being more active and that you are active right now because you are moving and to feel good about that. Because of the way the things, the, the, the method or the sort of <clears throat> the language and the model that I use, which is move every day, don't eat like a five-year-old and get some sleep. I would probably look to give her one from each of those. So the first thing is to is to really promote the, the benefits of walking, the current walking that she's doing and how to easily increase it. Then I would be looking at, because she said, um, she had talked about food and the many diets. I would give her something, um, some homework to do, which is, I'll go into in a little bit, but also then <clears throat> something very, very easy to do straight away, which is to, again, it's very similar to yours, which is to identify and try increase the amount of protein that she's eating. I would go into detail about why that is important if she was respect, receptive to it. If there were no questions, I would probably just say quite authoritatively, this is something that is I, I, I require of all my clients. And if there is a conversation to be had about it, I'm happy to go into the, the, the details. But I often think that particularly with this kind of person, they've done so many diets that they, they will really be able to out-talk you on the diet front, certainly initially. And I don't want to get into a conflict, um, certainly not a conflict with their knowledge. And and I don't want to be dismissive in the sense that, you know, that on each diet that she's done, she's been successful uh, because that weight has been lost. The problem is that it's gone back on. And me saying, well, they all work and they all work because of this idea of a calorie deficit sounds a bit dismissive. And, and again, that kind of creates conflict. So a very, very simple, I would like to increase your protein intake and we can start that today. And the obvious place for me to start there is with breakfast because the breakfast one is, is where people tend to have the lowest protein, I, I think. So there tend to be, you know, it's toast, 
it's it's nothing toast or it's a croissant or it's when you get your coffee when you go to work so just that one area just to increase protein at breakfast that's another action point that she can take away that day um and then on the sleep front i try to give someone i just again i i give them a little bit of homework which is just to say i just want you to to become more aware of how like how much you're sleeping but they may be able to tell you straight away like oh i you know i, I only get five hours sleep and, I, and just to say that i just want you to bring some awareness to to that um and if we can try to improve that over the next couple of weeks that's great but this my my whole spiel with somebody like barbara is just to make sure that they understand that it is a good thing that they are aware of what they're doing and that's how i like to sort sort of leave it after that first session build rapport listen identify where they have come what was their last you know most positive reference point where do they feel they are now both physically mentally and also what are the some of the most obvious constraints in their life build a conversation between those two things identify more clearly where they are what they want to do what does it look like what does that person feel how do they eat how do they, you know what does what does your version of you in the future what is their relationship with food do they are they always on a diet but it's always healthy and they don't go ever go off track or are they a little bit more they, they just don't have any hang-ups about food and they just eat what they want is that health to you is it somebody that can is fairly restricted or you know fairly strict during the week and so on and so on and just to get them to really define that better and then i give them those three action points to take away which is to appreciate the walking and to try and increase the walking um <clears throat> to have protein at breakfast just as a starter point so that they can then start to feed back about how that felt um both physically and mentally and then just to try and bring some awareness to how much and the quality of their sleep awesome i like it um and and i was going to ask some questions about that first bit um but i think you've just covered it there really so um yeah i, th I think so if someone was listening to this barbara was listening uh hadn't engaged with a coach and wasn't planning to i think for me the key the key start bit there is 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 so important and that's probably the hardest part like you said the hardest part to do is is kind of kind of kind of fessing up kind of owning owning the the situation and and identifying kind of this roller coaster pattern and i think that's what we really struggle with is identifying um what's going on <laughs> and 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 how much of a roller coaster we we're on because obviously if you're on a you're on a, a small piece of the mountain it doesn't you can't see the rest of the mountain for example um and i think that's 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 where kind of an objective person from the outside looking into your life as a as a blender going round and round and round is is really valuable um but yeah i guess sit down with a bit of pen and paper would you advocate that and go through kind of what they've tried why they think that hasn't worked um and the second part would be okay what are some some straightforward uh, low-hanging fruit lifestyle changes like walking that, that i can implement today yeah i mean in, in subsequent conversations and i think that's 
I, I do want to say that I did find that exercise quite difficult, like putting thoughts into an imaginary person's head, I found to be quite difficult. And I really wanted to just keep, and I, I probably did do it quite a lot, but talk about like what, what I'm doing with that person, like, yeah, straight away in the way, yeah. Sorry, I'm confusing myself now, but <laughs> um, yeah, I found that I found that exercise to be quite um, difficult. And obviously, Barbara is a she is an amalgamation of lots of people that I've had conversations with over the years, and they're probably both. She is like the best and the worst parts of all of those people. And I think I found it difficult because I'm trying, even as a coach for this particular avatar maybe try to ram in a lot of um you know too many too many things into one bit but i and so to, to really simplify it i i think the way that i approach it with with lot with all clients is i just see it as a, a this is the the golden opportunity to really listen to to that person and let them listen to themselves in a very non-judgmental way and that might be the first time that they've done that in a long time and and then it, it, then once once that one's gone well then you can then get the action points and I, and I know that this the whole thing is we want people who are listening to this to go away and think oh right well I identify with Barbara so I'm going to go for I'm going to listen to those three things that Matt just said I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to have some protein at things um, and I guess that for me in my coaching style uh, is I'm always interested in the conversation, what comes out of the conversation. And because Barbara's not talking back to me, I'm having to do both sides of it. And I, I found that quite to be quite difficult. But that human interaction, that's why I don't think that this job is going anywhere with all the apps and all this, you know, all the AI and all that kind of stuff. I think for a lot of people, and it's a sad that it, 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 and I've alluded to this, it's sad that it's such an expensive luxury product. So it makes it unavailable to lots of people. But that human interaction is certainly where I do my my best work, and uh, and that requires two sides of that. It requires me, and it requires the other person. Um, it, it, it can't it can't happen in isolation. I think yeah, I think the the, the it is challenging. Um, obviously, I've I've done a bit more of kind of like talking to the talking to a an empty box in an empty room than, than you, but, but that's kind of the point of the podcast really is. And that's this kind of the skill development for us really is trying to understand how to communicate those conversations across a, a medium like this, which is, which is, which is different. It's not because you're not listening to that person's challenges and responding yeah. directly to that point in time. However, I think there's, there's loads of value in what you're saying. And, and hopefully that, that, that listener will resonate with some of those points otherwise i don't know why they're listening but um but yeah the point is trying to find those points where the where the resonation is is there and, and kind of peel into that and lean into that and i think as we progress we will we you know today we've talked about these avatars which is kind of an accumulation of conversations that we've both had um at However, I think well, as we progress, it will be more Q&A, like what are the specific questions and challenges this week that you've come up against or, you know, uh, what, what are the listeners telling us that, that they're challenged with um, to, to hopefully ground it even more in, in kind of the, the reality of, of challenges people have um, who, who perhaps don't have a personal trainer that they can have these conversations with. And, and you know, all, all, 
all personal trainers that's the interesting thing about fitness isn't it there's just like everyone's doing something different uh as a side note i work with lots and lots of doctors and gps and they're all doing something different in their clinical practice so we're not that different as an industry but i just think there's a lot of um there's a lot of hype and noise in this space um and it's always really interesting so i, I love hearing how you would approach this challenge and it's not an, it's not a specific type of um person that i've got loads of experience with i'm i'm thinking i, I should have brought katie my wife into the conversation because this is her kind of like her wheelhouse in terms of of these these type of of, of ladies that, that have these kind of different challenges to kind of like a bloke like me um but uh but yeah i think um it, it's always interesting obviously we've got a lot of synergies in how we do things which is great but i hear these snippets of conversations around how other people friends of friends get get pt'd and advice getting thrown around and it's it's stark difference to how i would approach situations even you know guys and girls on social media i just think like what what are you trying to say like what what's what's the what what you know what is the nuance that you're leaving out that i'm really struggling with because obviously there is big nuance but anyway i know i want to be respectful of your time matt so any any anything else to add well yeah i mean i i we could do another podcast on um i've been probably because of this what we're doing right now and the way that i'm thinking about myself as a coach and and some of the things that I've, I've, I've said in the past, you know, I've, I've been in the game now since I was, I'm 36 in January. So I've been personal training people since I was 19. So like, I definitely wasn't talking, talking like this. I think I've always been up for a conversation. I do love a chat. Um, but I've, you know, I've bought into a lot of stuff. I mentioned the Dunning Kruger effect the other day. I've, I've, I've stepped out of my lane a few times. So I think, you know, I, we've all, this is a craft and a, and a process that is ongoing. Um, and it's, I definitely feel, but well, I know that it's got better because you can't do this job for 19 years and or since you're 19 and, um, and, yeah. and, and still be making money if you're, if you're not evolving because everybody else, I think, you know, with the way that the information that you can get information now, um, I, I, I do believe that it is getting better. There are better coaches because people have, have worked out that, you know, that you, it isn't just a young man's or a young woman's uh, game. It is something that you can do, and that, and therefore, it is bringing in bright, uh, intelligent, emotionally intelligent people. Um, and so, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> some of the conversations that I would have had over the years, you know, very. <laughs> I, I, I've been honest about that. I think I've put my heart into it. But um, yeah, I, it would make me wince right now. But yes, I. I um, that was fun. I would do it again. I, I, I think it was a good challenge to do to do an avatar, but some specific questions, some Q&A would be good for next time. So if people have them, we're all ears. Think, um, but if course. I don't leave right now, Nick, I will be late. So Yeah, no worries. Let's Thank you so there, much. Mate. Next time. See ya. See you later, mate.